You're listening to the Happy Hour Effect Podcast, episode 24. Are you one of those people that has great intentions of making something happen in your life, but for some reason every time you just end up drifting off track and never accomplishing your goals? If this sounds a little bit like you, take a listen because this episode is for you. Hello, hello, this is Kristen Brown, and you are listening to the Happy Hour Effect podcast. This is episode 24. We are calling it the Life Leadership Mindset, because today we are going to talk about how you can shift your thinking so that you're more productive with your goals, so that you're more successful in reaching them, so that you can really eliminate some of those stressors that hold you back from being successful. Because it's interesting, when you think about when stress sets in, It's when you're not reaching a goal, right? And I've shared this example before. If you're on your way to work and traffic is going great, there's no weather issues, there's no accidents, your kids were great in the morning, there were no issues getting out the door, you sail to work and you're all good, right? You're in a good mood. But flip that. If you woke up on the wrong side of the bed or you had a fight with your spouse or you're late for work or there's bad weather or there's been an accident that's delaying traffic, pretty soon you're being prevented from reaching your goal, which is getting to work on time. And that then causes your stress response to flare in your mind and your body. And then it causes the issues of of moodiness and all those issues that we get when we're stressed out, right? So when you're not reaching goals, that's when stress sets in. So you can see that really to help minimize stress, you have to be setting goals the right way. And I did a survey recently, just an informal survey of about 100 people. And when asked how they feel about reaching their goals and if they would ever ask for help in reaching their goals, 75% said that they feel like they do need help with reaching their goals. But at the same time, they feel like goals are so personal that they should be able to make it happen themselves. All I want to do is just slap your hand a little bit if you're one of those people. Because obviously, 75% of people are saying that. That is not the mindset you should be having at all. If you have a goal you want to accomplish, that's when you should be asking for help. That's when you need to seek out the right support, the right motivation, all that stuff that you need to make something happen. What I call this mindset is the life leadership mindset. Now, so many people think of the word leadership and you think of corporate America and you think of CEOs or presidents and politics and you think of someone who's in this power position, right? But leaders, real leaders, true leaders, aren't about power. They're about inspiring change in others and in themselves and really leading by example. They're a role model, right? Think about the most inspiring leaders that you know and think about the actions that they put out into the world. 99.999% of the time, leaders are also very, very engaged in goals and learning and getting support and education and the tools that they need so that they can lead by example. And this isn't just something that you can use in your job. This is something you can use in your life too, because who's looking at you in your life? Your kids, your spouse, your family, your friends, people you hang out with at social events, at networking events. So leadership isn't something that's just corporate-focused or politics-focused. Leadership is something that you personally need to adopt as a critical piece for how you're living your life. Because leadership is what needs to take place in order for you to have 
the right tools and mindset in place to make your goals happen and to be that role model you want to be for others. I'll give you an example of how this life leadership thinking kind of came to be in my own life. And some of you have heard this story, but those of you that haven't, if you're just new to the podcast, I was widowed seven years ago. And being widowed so young and so unexpectedly, I also had a 10-month-old baby. I was in a pretty stressful corporate leadership role, and the economy was collapsing. So you can imagine the stress that I had, right? And I've shared lots of details about the story in past episodes, so go take a listen to some of those or check out my website, happyhoureffect.com, if you want to learn more about that. But when you have massive change like that happen in your life, whether it's loss of a loved one, whether it's a health problem, whether it's debt, whether it's relationship issues something you want to do at your job. There's all kinds of big things that happen to us in our lives. When those changes happen, we have to adapt. We have to get used to our new normal, if you will. And as a widow, I had a pretty massive new normal. And I had the best of intentions. I wanted to reach my goals. I wanted to get promoted at work. I wanted to make more money. I wanted to be a great mom for my baby. I wanted to be healthy. I wanted to make the right decisions. But yet, I was clouded. I couldn't think clearly. I was so scared to make any decisions And I was also really arrogant in the fact that thinking that I didn't need help, thinking that I could do it on my own, and I couldn't. There was no way I could have such a massive goal and change happening in my life and big goals for myself that I could possibly think I could do something that on my own. And that's when I really decided that I was going to step out into the world and ask for help and find the resources and tools and education that I needed to lead my life. And I knew it was going to be a much different, a much, much different journey than leading a team in corporate America or leading my prom committee in high school. You know, it's a much, much different thing when you're leading your own life. And, you know, there's a lot of reasons that this, that we fall off track, really, when we're, when we have goals. And, this life leadership mindset can really help pull us back on track so that we have the end goal in mind, but we're not so focused on that big thing that we get paralyzed with fear because there's such a huge gap between where we are now and where that end goal will take us. We don't, we aren't able to see the middle steps in between to get there. We're just focused on this end thing. And it's like, holy moly, that's such a big, huge change. I, I, it feels like too much of a gap. It's this dissonance between where I am now and where I want to be. So I still want you to have that forward thinking. But today I want to give you some tips so that you can pull back and say, okay, how can I really step into life leadership? How can I create that mindset so that I can eliminate stress and I can reach my goals? Because it's a circle, right? If you're reaching your goals, stress is minimized. If stress is minimized, you have a clear path to reach your goals. So it's really just a circle and you want to make sure that it's really, those wheels are turning really smoothly for you in your life. So if you want all of the things that I mentioned today on the show, just go check out the show notes. Just go to happyhoureffect.com. Click on podcasts and all the episodes are listed there. This is number 24, the life leadership mindset. Now let's jump in. Now we don't have time to go into every element of life leadership because there's a lot of them and it's it's not something we can cover in 15 minutes. But I want to give you three of the really critical things that must be included in your mindset, some shifts you have to make so that you understand how important it is and how you can really work life leadership into your plans and into the way that you're thinking about your life and work. Now, the first thing I want to share, number one, 
is thinking about why we drift, why we aren't able to reach our goals and how we get spun off course, is that as humans, we naturally go towards things that are pleasurable and we move away from things that are painful and hard. So, you know, if you say, yeah, I want to lose weight and I want to lose 20 pounds by X date, and then you're good for a couple days, but then your coworker says, hey, it's five cent wings. Let's go to, let's go to have wings and a beer after work. You want to go? Five cent wings. And inside of our minds, it's like, oh, that sounds fun. It sounds pleasurable. It's harder to go home and have a salad. It's harder and less fun to go home and go to the gym. So we naturally move towards things that are pleasurable. And that those five cent wings and that beer sounds much more fun, much more pleasurable than the harder gym and salad. So it's hard to make a choice if we don't have the right life leadership mindset so that we are able to say, you know what, this is what's important to me right now. And that's what I'm going to go for. So how do you flip that? Because I don't want to just tell you the issue. The way that you can start flipping the pleasure versus pain thing that human beings are naturally attuned to do is to start to think about priorities. Because yes, those wings and that beer sound so good. But right now, how important to you is the goal of losing weight? How important is that goal that you have for yourself? That means you have to prioritize that above anything else until you've reached that goal. Which means for a while, those other things need to be prioritized lower. The wings and beer, you're never going to have a wing. It's not like you're never going to have wings and beer ever again in your life. At some point in your life, you will have wings and beer again. But right now is not the time. Right now is not the time to prioritize that or to go toward that more pleasurable thing. For a while, you need to have salad and the gym. And later on as a reward, once you've lost the weight and you want to go and celebrate, then you can go have some wings and beer. As long as it's not every day, so you pack the pounds back on, right? And this applies to any goal that you have. You know, right, I signed a two-book publishing deal not long ago, so I've got two books to write this year. In fact, two books to write in the next couple months. So what am I going to be doing in the next couple months? Writing. What am I not going to be doing? I'm probably not going to be socializing as much. I'm not going to be going to the gym as much. Not forever. It doesn't mean I'm not going to do those things ever again. It just means for a while, while I work on those goals that are really, really top of mind, really, really important, those other things are falling down the priority list for a while, not forever. So that's a great way to spin this number one thing to help you embrace the life leadership mindset is really to think about priorities and what needs to go away for a while. All right, number two, another reason that we spin off course and then once I share that, I'll give you the, the way you can embrace life leadership, is that we don't have a plan. We set this goal for ourselves. Yeah, I want to start a business, but we don't have a plan in place to actually make it happen. We start kind of muddling around. Maybe we'll go to a class. Maybe we'll put a website up, but we don't have the step-by-step plan. Oftentimes, we don't have the skill set. We don't have the education. We don't have the training. We don't have the support to actually make that plan real. So not having a plan to reach that bigger goal is really critical. So how do you do that? How do you start to create a plan for something that sometimes feels so big? Well, the first thing to do is to literally map out the little tiny steps that you have to accomplish in between. And sometimes those massive lists are scary, right? Especially if it's something big like starting a business or if it's something big like paying off debt. Oh my gosh, there are so many little things that have to happen to make that real. Cutting out my daily coffee, 
buying toilet paper on sale, cutting coupons, going to Trader Joe's instead of Whole Foods. You know, there's lots of things that we have to to embrace along the way in trying to reach any big goal. And some of the stuff we have to embrace isn't fun. And it may seem tedious, but here's the secret in the small steps in taking a big goal and breaking it down into really small steps is it's motivating. When you knock something off the list, something really small, it motivates you and makes you feel good about yourself. You send a subconscious message to yourself that, yeah, man, I'm awesome. I did it. And that motivates you to want to do the next small step. So when you create this plan and you create these small steps, make them tiny. Make them things that you can do in five minutes or less. And that will really help you to get the momentum that you need to keep moving forward. Because getting from here, point A, to there, point B, there's a giant gap there. So those tiny steps will help you close it and not feel like it's so much of a stretch to go from your old normal to your new normal. Okay? So that's number two, not having a plan but then backing it out and saying, okay, I'm going to create some really tiny steps here. That's another way to embrace life leadership is to not be so caught up in the big end goal, but to say, you know what, what's important right now and what are the tiny things I can do to make change happen now? Just like a corporate leader says, okay, what little things can happen right now to get us toward that bigger goal that we have as an overall company, right? So that's number two. Number three, this is so important and it's one of my most common challenges that I hear from clients and people that come up to me after speaking events is they're not sure where they're getting tripped up in their life. They feel like they've got a really good plan. Sometimes they even have small steps. Sometimes they've got the right mindset. They're, they're there. But something keeps tripping them up and they keep getting stuck and they haven't been able to identify what those little sticking points are. So a good way to identify these, because, you know, there's a lot of people that this time of year, especially if you're listening to this live when it's released, it's February. If you listen to this later in the year, we set goals all the time, right? But right now, it's especially top of mind because a lot of people set New Year's resolutions a month ago. And most people have already fallen off the wagon. And most of the time, it's because there were sticking points along the way. And those sticking points are going to be different for everybody because it depends on what you need personally to be successful. What do you need for motivation? What is your timeline? Do you need time pressure to push you like I do? I'm kind of a procrastinator. I do much more effective and better work when I've got a deadline on me. Do you need better support? Do you need something that fits your lifestyle more? Maybe the goal that you've set for yourself isn't the right one at all. So Knowing your sticking points and the things that trip you up from being successful is really important. Now, a great way to identify your sticking points is to do my life map exercise. And if you have not seen me live on stage or read my best-selling book, The Happy Hour Effect, or taken my Stress Turnaround online program, those we walk through the life map program. So if you're interested in doing this life map Go to happyhoureffect.com and just click on the tools and the stress turnaround program is there and my best-selling book are there. They can get you right on the path to identify exactly what your sticking points are. Just briefly, I'll tell you how, to, how you can do that on your own if you don't have time to go do the program, but I will tell you it's a great investment, so go and, go and take advantage of that. And the book itself has hundreds of tips for stress management, so it's kind of a no-brainer to just pick up a $15 book, and it's usually on sale on Amazon for like 10 bucks. so... What's not to love about that, right? 
Anyway, a great way to identify some sticking points is to think about a goal that you've had recently and then look at the very first moment when you felt like, oh gosh, this isn't happening. I'm not doing it. I feel like a failure. Because that first moment where you're saying, oh, I'm a failure, I'm a loser, I'm once again, here I am, I'm falling off the wagon, that's the moment where there was a sticking point. That's the moment where something pulled you down or you moved towards something pleasurable versus something that was harder. That was the place where you didn't have a plan. That was a place where you didn't have support. Maybe it was a place you didn't have education or or the skills that you needed. A lot of times I meet people and they've got these big grand goals and their sticking point is that they truly don't know how to do the thing that they want to do. I had a woman who wanted to run a business online and she had no idea how to do anything online. She didn't know how to do social media. She didn't know how to do any of that. So while she had this grand vision, she had never had any training and she needed to take some classes. Simple as that. She needed to get some help to be able to run an online business. No brainer, right? I had a woman also who she really wanted to quit smoking, but she didn't know how to replace smoking with something else. She had never been trained on how to live a healthy lifestyle. She didn't had never been trained on anything having to do with motivation or bad habits and how to replace bad habits with good habits. So she just didn't have the training. She needed a book. She needed to go to a class. She needed to do a little bit of self-help work before she was ready to quit smoking. So always look at what those sticking points could be, and it'll be a little bit different for everybody. But think about the first moment you felt like a failure in any goal that you've wanted to reach. And if you can become really conscious of that, that will instantly flag you that, ooh, here's a sticking point. What do I need right now to move beyond this sticky point? Okay? So those are three things that go into life leadership. There's a lot more. There are many more things that you can cultivate in your own life so that you really become the leader. You are leading a life that you create for yourself. You are leading a life that works for your family. You are leading a career that's meaningful and fulfilling, that makes you feel passionate and happy getting up and getting out of bed to go to work every day. We spend a lot of time there, right? You feel great and in control of your life. That's what the life leadership mindset is all about. Now, all those other things, if you're interested in in digging into some of those and you want to work together to uncover your roadblocks, to create your plan for your big goal, to identify your sticking points, do your life map really in depth, then think about doing some life leadership coaching. It's a program that I offer that you won't find anywhere else. You know, you won't find someone with the expertise like I have. I've been widowed while in corporate America in a leadership role during the economic collapse with a brand new baby. So I've got the personal side covered. I was in corporate America for 15 years. I got that covered. I started a business. I got that covered. I've had some financial issues and stresses. So I got that covered. I have a master's certificate in integral theory, which is the art and science of multiple perspectives. It helps pull you out of your own head. And I don't go too deep into the academic stuff, but I use what I learned there to help you look at your life differently so that you don't have to be so scared. You don't have to have so much fear over decisions that you want to make. And I also have a certification in holistic health coaching. So I also have that element where I can look at how your decisions are impacting your physical, emotional, spiritual, and mental health, and vice versa, how that's impacting your performance and your goal setting and your stress levels. And we can work together to really create a plan that will work for you. And you don't have to be one of those 75% that says, well, I know I need help, but I feel like I should be able to do this on my own. 
No, we cannot do things on our own that require so much intensive emotional, spiritual, financial, mental output and investment, right? You need help to make your goals real. And you'll be so much more successful rather than sitting in in solitude and sometimes isolation, feeling like a failure because you're not making progress. Whereas if you have someone to keep you accountable, to support you, to help you with your planning, to help take away the fear of decision making, to help lift that cloud of, of sometimes just anxiety over, oh my gosh, what will happen if I make this decision? I will help you with that. That's what I... I'm skilled at and where I really shine to help pull you along sometimes with super nice fluffy love and sometimes with a little bit of tough love so if you're interested in some of that life leadership coaching with me just go to happyhoureffect.com and just click on coaching you can learn all about it there you can schedule a free strategy session to find out if it's right for you so we can just chat talk about your goals see if it's a fit for you some people aren't ready for coaching some people aren't ready to step into a life of life leadership and embracing that mindset of life leadership. And that's okay. You know, you'll get there if, if it's not right for you. But let's have the chat anyway and see see if you're ready for it. So if you want anything that I mentioned during here, the links, the tips, anything, I'm going to put those in the show notes, happyhoureffect.com. Click on podcast. This is episode 24, the life leadership mindset. If you enjoy the show, please share it with others. I'd really appreciate it. Subscribe to the show on iTunes. Give it a little love with a review, five-star review. I would really appreciate it. And share it in social because, you know, the more people that listen, the more people I can help. And, you know, my why, having gone through such difficult stuff in my life, my why is really I do this because I got through some really crappy stuff. And stress is hard, life is hard, but there's also amazingness in between those low points. And you have control over how you live the moments in between the scary times. So how can you create those amazing moments for yourself, for your loved ones, so you have that that life that you envision for yourself? So that's my why. That's why I do it and everything that I do. And the more people I can help, the happier I'll be and the happier they'll be. So let's let's just make this the happy hour effect revolution that I really envision for my life and for yours. So thank you for listening. Again, this was episode 24 of the Happy Hour Effect podcast, the life leadership mindset. I'm Kristen Brown, and I will look forward to seeing you.